Hello friend, I am Maria and welcome to the Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. This show is about spirituality, consciousness, and the inner workings of the universe at large. My partner Sergey uses hypnosis to bring me into a deep theta state where I get a chance to connect with my higher self. He then interviews me to uncover a wealth of knowledge about higher realms, celestial beings, and various energetic practices. Enjoy! Today, I would like to talk to you about manifestation. Could you please uh, tell me what is manifestation? Manifestation is the ability to bring forth, or should I say, align with that which you desire. So ultimately, it is something that would allow you to get what you want in life. Mm-hmm. Got it. And um, what are the key, uh, or what are the keys uh, to, success- to a successful manifestation? Yeah, there's actually a few. Yeah, I can imagine. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so what are the keys or what's important for a manifestation? Number one, your manifestation is only as fast, as effective, as strong, as propelling as your own personal power. Hmm. So it is a very good basically how much personal power you have or energy, should we say, free energy, free floating energy, um, would very much determine how effective you are as far as bringing things to you. When I speak of free energy, I think of everything. So basically, think of your energy as this finite amount every day, right? And you need a certain amount to do your routine tasks, whatever your day-to-day life is. You know, for all of your habits, you know, the eating, the exercise, whatever you're used to in your life, right? Uh, Work, you know, all these things that you do. They require a finite amount of energy. Just to kind of like go through the motions of the day, you would have to expend energy. Free energy is something that is above and beyond, almost like on top of all of that, right? So when you go to sleep, how much do you still have in reserve? You know, do you go with your battery being close to zero? Is that, you know, how you feel towards the end of the day? Or do you still feel like you have it? You know, so in order for you to be able to manifest things in your life, you have to have enough energy that could be put to work. Because ultimately, when you're manifesting something, you should think of it as a projection, right? So when you make a wish, a desire, when you dream something up and you really intend to go after it, it's like you're projecting yourself into another version of yourself in the future that has that which you desire, right? Or, for instance, you're trying to bring forth some object your way or some some type of future potential that doesn't exist today. Different people manifest very, very different things. So you need to understand that when you started manifesting, a chunk of your energy would need to go and split itself out, right? And and go and pursue that which you desire. Yeah. 
which is why at any given point in time, it's it, it's best that you don't try to manifest all too many things at once, especially the ones that are not strongly correlated to one another, right? Because, you know, your average human on Earth doesn't necessarily have an unlimited amount of energy. If you take that and split into 20 or 30 different things that you're trying to bring forth, what ends up happening is now your energy is, is being projected, right? Um, it could be a, a hair split, meaning a very, very thin flow of energy, or it could be a torrent, you know, it's still a projection of energy. Now, if you split your free energy into way too many aspects, way too many parts, none of them ultimately is going to be successful. Or rather, should I say, they're going to take so much time to complete the task that you're not going to be here to witness the completion. Your lifespan is going to be over. Yeah. So it's not that there, it's, it's not that manifestation doesn't work. Manifestation takes time in, in this time space reality, right? Mm -hmm. It's not immediate, unfortunately. Immediate manifestation would be magic, right? Mm -hmm. uh, close to immediate manifestation. So in this time space reality, most of the time it takes time and effort. So first things first, right? Your, um, the amount of free energy that you have is strongly correlated to how fast or how effective you are at manifesting anything in your life. That's one. Mm -hmm. Two, what is super important for a manifestation is alignment. Alignment can take many shapes and sizes. So we can think of alignment as first. Let's look at the like at the at the law of universe that would govern manifestation. Uh, it's the law of attraction. You know, you a lot of you have heard about the law of attraction. Like attracts like, right? So in order for you, be, for you to be able to attract something to yourself, you first have to emit that type of frequency. Otherwise, you would either be repelling the things that you want or not create any type of electric electric charge between you and the things that you want so they can be brought forth oh. closer to you. Right? Yeah. So in order to make manifestation a reality, right, you could use, and you have to understand how the law of attraction works and how you can tweak it to be um, a powerful tool in your manifestation practice. So very often... Right, you're or rather pretty much 100% of the time when you have a strong desire for something, but you don't have that in your life. That means that at this point in time, you're don't you're not vibrating at the frequency that is equal to that thing that you want. Right, if you were vibrating at that frequency, you would already have that desire of yours, it wouldn't be a desire. Hmm. So that is one aspect to alignment. Yeah. Right. So when you're trying to align with what you want, there are a few different parts of you that need to be on the same page around that desire. The most important being your intellect, your brain, or your mental body, however you want to think about it, and then your heart, Right, and your emotionals, emotions and your emotional body, body all need to be aligned and on the same page. 
if only one aspect of you, one of these two aspects, has this desire to manifest something, but the other aspect of you is opposing that desire, then you can have all the free energy in the world. You're not going to be able to manifest it. Because one, as one part of you is assisting you in getting what you want, the other part is actively repelling it, right? Yeah. So getting on the same page is very important. Certain manifestations, certain desires, actually won't be able to get the two on the same page because of certain karmic lesson or another thing that you're going through. So it's actually not always possible because what you desire might not always be in your highest good. So sometimes it might be extremely hard for you to um, get to be on the same page with both of these things. Yeah. For instance, um, say you want to manifest a really, really healthy body, but you have a particular disease that is either hereditary or a chronic pain that you really need and you've put in your body as a reminder, Right of say some incident from a past life that you're dealing with and that you really don't want to forget right that pain is there as a reminder so while your brain your intellect might be on the same page and manifesting your reality when you're healthy your emotional body and your heart might not be right yeah not to discourage you from manifestation just explaining how it works on the mm -hmm. energetic level so most desires though are you can get alignment like most desires are not really karmic based. You know, we do live in the world of free will. It is actually really advisable for people to create things and bring things forth because everybody is a creator, right? Which yeah. is not leveraging that power to the level that we should. Mm -hmm. That being said, what alignment would look like, right? Um, you know, there's many techniques that you could do in order to like align the heart and, and, and the mind and um, and some of it could be done through parts work but um, there is something that you can do which is almost like a little bit of a shortcut or a cheat <laughs> mm -hmm. um, again wouldn't work for something that's a karmic debt situation but would work in all other cases remember how I told you that like 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 attracts like Right. Right. So what you want to do is you want to take the energy and the frequency of what you desire and create space in your own energetic field to start vibrating at that frequency or at least close to that. We can use something that is material because that is um, easy to maybe describe. Say there is somebody that has a dream of becoming a Harvard grad. Say this is their heart's desire. This is what they want to do. But right now, maybe they are living in the middle of nowhere and not necessarily confident that they could even ever get in, you know, or um, be able to pay for that. So for that, it's not reality for them. So what you want to do on an energetic level, and you might want to refer to our episodes first, about our emotional body and mental body because that is definitely going to help you to understand how the two body structures work and what they are in the first place because we're definitely going to use that in, in, in this meditation. 
So you want to imagine, like visualize what, um, like almost try to objectify graduation from Harvard. You know, what would it look like symbolically to you? You know, would it be like maybe um, a graduation cap? Uh, or would it be in the, like, um, something like that symbolizes your dream, say like Harvard logo, for instance, could symbolize your dream. So what you want to do is, in a meditative state, you want to go into your, we can start with emotional body first. And, you know, at the surface level of your emotional body, you want to create an opening, right? Almost like the cells parted a little bit on the surface of your emotional body, which, you know, you can imagine it as a sphere, right? Um, and there is an opening in the exact shape of that Harvard logo or the uh, graduation cap, whichever object you choose to represent your dream. And then you want to insert it in there and see and notice how it fits seamlessly, that energy of having graduated from Harvard fits seamlessly into your emotional body. You definitely want to feel that emotional frequency of like how it actually feels to get that. How would it feel for you, right? All of a sudden what this does is you are starting to become a vibrational match to graduating from Harvard. Not only that, but it lives now inside of your emotional body. And by the virtue of its living there, you're going to start to magnetize that to yourself because like attracts like. Then once you're complete with the emotional body, you want to go to the mental body and do the same exact thing, right? So you want to create, again, like imagine another sphere that would be your mental body. And you want to create an opening, again, in the shape of that symbol of that thing that you want. And see how it seamlessly fits into those little cracks and how, you know, these seams come together forming a perfect, beautiful whole of your mental body, right? And again, that is how intellectually like would attract, attract like. So literally, there is very little in your energetic structure that would repel that, which you want. Yeah. Right? So that is, you know, one way that you would align. There is another way that you can align to what you want. Um, I don't see a lot of people on this planet doing that because just by the virtue of you doing the first two, you're not necessarily going to get what you want. Mm -hmm. But those are stepping stones, right? Yeah. Those two things, everything is helpful. Of course, you know, uh, going back to maybe like the lack of energy, if you don't have enough energy, there's like a whole slew of meditations that we could do to help you recoup that or free up some energy because it's not always taking more. Sometimes it's using less. You know, there's different tricks hmm. that you could work with energy. But the other thing that I would say for your desires, you know, sometimes you really have this big dream or sometimes you have this just dream that is so far away it's also like, like, you know, it's a stretch, right? Now, in general, I would never recommend if you're working with manifestation, starting with this big moonshot of a goal, because it's actually incredibly hard. 
And it's easier to start with manifesting very small things, such as like, let's manifest, you know, I don't know, red flowers for yourself. Or let's let's manifest like a hundred dollars or something that, you know, unexpectedly. Or something that is like smaller. If you're going for the big guns, um, you need to understand that that would require a big chunk of your energy. But I also know that, you know, the people that might be listening to these, to, to this recording, are the people that are not necessarily after, I don't know, buying a next house or a nicer car. Uh, sometimes they have dreams that are bigger than that. Sometimes they have dreams that, you know, they would like to bring about planetary change. Or they would like to change their life and the life of their family in a very meaningful way. Or, you know, they, they just want to raise vibrations for the planet. Like, there there are a lot of people that, you know, who would listen to this that do this type of work. So, for that, you know, it's a little bit of a moonshot, right? It's not as easy as manifesting a new car, let's say. Although, easy, take that with a grain of salt. What's easy for some is incredibly hard for others and impossible for some other folks. Yeah. But just relatively speaking... Manifesting in your, a new car in your life is easier than manifesting a whole new earth. That being said, if you really feel like you want to work on your life mission or on your life goal and something that feels a little bit far-fetched maybe, but you're still moved towards that, or if you feel like you're creating some type of movement or like a company that is like really like your life's work, whatever that is, right? Yeah, it would be very different for different people. You want to make sure that you are in full alignment. All of you is in full alignment before actually, um, you know, moving forward with the next step, which is kind of like, what is that meditation for manifesting? So it's, it's a lot about like what state you're in that you start the, this meditation process. So just as a refresher, power, having enough power is very important. Having alignment is very important. And your state is incredibly important. So diving deeper into what I mean by the state and to reiterate what I said, this is not something that I see a lot of humans on planet Earth do. I don't necessarily see any teachers on manifestation speak about it. I think it's a big miss. So pay attention if you're curious. So it, when you're trying to align with your life mission, this is something that A, is going to take all you got in your best, most perfect self, kind of, right? You're going to have to bring your best game is what I'm trying to say. But not only that, you're going to have to bring help. Help is always given to you if you're pursuing your life's mission, if you're really on your own personal track, going through your own personal door. It will always be given to you. So here, what you want to do is you want to really align your state and all of your chakras to their most optimal position. In one of our past sessions, what we spoke about is that in nature, there exists a template of what is the perfect position, a vibration and frequency of all of the human chakras, right? 
So you can always borrow that from nature. Um, that template is always available to you and you can do a little tune-up, right? So generally, if you think of your chakras, you know, as um, you know, these different color spheres, if you want, which is like a very simplistic way of, of thinking about it. But, um, you know, and then them, them going up and down or down and up your spine. What you would notice if you were to scan your body with your third eye, you know, in meditative state, you would notice that some chakras actually are not directly on the spinal cord. They're not directly on this vertical central axis of your body. But they're actually rotating a little bit to the left, to the right, or they're very far removed from that center. What that means is you're not in your full power when it comes to that type of energy. Manifesting your life's work is going to take your full power, like I said. So first things first, you want to go chakra by chakra and align and bring everything back to the center so that every single chakra starts shining its best, most glorious light. And then what you want to do is you want to find two other centers of power, which is what I said, you would need help. So the two energies that could most help you in aligning towards manifesting that future is towards the bottom of your feet, this, the energy center that connects you to your ancestors, right? That immense well of power. So you almost want to imagine it as another chakra, maybe a few meters down below your feet. It's almost like this in-between state between the heart of Gaia, the heart of planet Earth, and where you stand rooted in, on the ground. There is this energetic center that is like a deep well of all of your ancestors that came before you that would connect you with the power, powerful energies of all of your ancestors, including the two original founding fathers of your dynasty, of your family tree, the woman and the man that initially created it, right? Mm -hmm. Then there is this yellow energy that the um, yellow chakra uh, energy that solar plexus that connects you to all of the men and then the heart on the Hada energy green that connects you to all the women in your ancestry. And they're an incredibly powerful source that provide both like an electric charge to propel you into what you need to do. But at the same time, they also provide a lot of assistance and a lot of alignment and really like root you into being able to create something in third dimensional reality, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that your alignment actually starts from that place deep in, in the crust of the earth. That's how deep it goes. That's how like you really want to bring your roots in for this, right? Because the tree is only as strong as its roots. Don't forget. And then there is a second point above your head that connects you to your higher self, right? There is that one point where like all of your best intuitive hits, all of your best ideas and the true knowing about what it is that you're meant to do in this life comes from, right? So you almost want to imagine yourself as this vertical axis that goes through basically down from the center that connects your ancestors, you to your ancestors, up the spine, and straight into the point that connects you with your higher self. That is actually what true alignment is. 
that is actually what your true personal power is. And that, that, that's, that's the key to unlocking that and unleashing yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Unless you connect these dots, you can't. You're never going to be as effective. Like you're never going to reach your full potential. Right? So want to make sure that you're fully aligned. All of these centers are activated. So both the energy of your ancestors as well as the energy of your higher self is flowing freely. What you want to imagine then is these two energies, one traveling from up down and the other traveling from down up, meet in your center of solar plexus into your yellow center. Your center of ego, you know, but you're also center of personal power. Yellow is incredibly important in manifesting something right? You need to have your strong yellow chakra. It's kind of like putting a stake in the ground and saying, I can and I will. And here's how. And then what you want to do is you want to take all of these energies, align them into a big, massive torrent of yellow light that propels and projects from your abdomen forward. And then what you want to see is And again, you would be able to see that with your third eye, obviously, in your mind's eye. You want to imagine that vision of the future, that vision of reality that you want. um, And it can be in a spheric form or in any other, like you can give it a shape. And then you want to see yourself almost like your yellow, beautiful yellow radiant energy feeding that version of the future like there is a massive streak of yellow beautiful creative light that connects your personal center to that which you desire Mm -hmm. another thing that also helps is like putting a stake in the ground with like like with a thump and really making sure that you know this planet has has heard your call this planet has heard your intention right it's almost like a spoken word, but it doesn't have to be spoken. You can, you can, you know, it can be internal in, in your mind, but like you really want to have complete clarity in what you're trying to manifest, right? And then put on the stake in the ground. And as soon as that is done, as soon as that is done, what's going to happen is a big chunk of your personal power would go to fuel that which you desire. So that thing is going to constantly work, whether you're asleep or you're awake whether you're eating drinking working doesn't really matter that thing is fast at work getting you what you want Mm. and that comes from a place of alignment and personal power and having a very strong yellow Hmm, got it so but if you don't have enough energy then you're not going to be able to do this right it's not even that but mm. it's going to take a while while. and people get impatient right and then you lose your faith. Yes. Got it. Okay. And uh, so you said it's going to work. Uh, it's going to be working no matter what. So you don't have to do it multiple times. So just If that alignment out. initially yeah. is exactly as I described, mm-hmm. you would see yourself pulsating with that energy. Because yeah. being powered by these two sources is incredibly rare. It is... And you would see your whole, you would feel your whole body vibrating and being very hot, right? Because it's like energy, that type of energy, yellow, is a very warm, hot energy. It's not a cool center, 
It's mm-hmm. a warm center. So you would know if, if you're doing it right. And if you're not, there could be many reasons why, but basically either one of your chakras is not working, you don't have your connection to your higher self, or you don't have your connection to your ancestry. So, and, and then... Oh, yeah, got it. And then you have to connect with your yes, higher self, and or then, you have to heal your ancestry connection. Yes, unfortunately. Or you could just be one of your ancestors, because you cannot have a full connection with your ancestries if even one link is broken. So... I hate to say this, but like manifestation is an art of, of, of basically creation, but it comes from a place of being wholesome, comes from the place of being whole. Yeah. Unless you're whole, you're only going to be able to bring forth crooked, other crooked and incomplete things into your life. And those don't tend to be the things that you desire. So ba- the bad news is, yeah, sometimes this means that if the relationship with your parent or the opposite sex, or your own sex, it doesn't really matter. Your mom or your dad, if that's not perfect, that's like a quick sign that you're not a master manifester. Mm. That's the first thing you need to fix. Makes sense. Yeah, reconnect with your ancestry. Yeah, so basically, it's a very powerful practice. Um, It's just going to work if everything is aligned, right? So you have to do some preparation first. Correct. So if you do it the right way, then once is enough. Yeah. Truth be told, though, if this is your life's mission, you're probably thinking about it all the time. Right. And like with everything else, you know, there can be no harm done it, at, if, when you keep fueling that future, right? No harm can be done uh, by you thinking of it a lot, right? Because you keep always, you know, adding like additional, like little details to your creation, et cetera, et cetera. There is always, always other ways to refine something. Right. Mm-hmm. So does it help if you think about it often? Yes, absolutely. It's incredibly helpful to have faith. But faith is also alignment of your mental and your uh, your heart. When you are in alignment, when they agree that, yes. So like what, what's actually the alignment between the heart and the brain? The heart says, yes, I want this. Like I feel that I really want this. And the brain says, yes, I can get it. So it's like the alignment of what you want and what you can have. Right. It's the want and the the can do that like mix in together. Mm. Right. That makes sense. Okay. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing this uh, practice uh, with us. Um, is there uh, anything else that is kind of a key to a successful manifestation? from the list that you started i think it was free energy alignment uh and state. Your state state well the other one is claiming your territory mm-hmm. and i didn't necessarily give it the word right but i, d- I did show you kind of like in the manifestation of how to do it. you oh. have to claim your territory mm-hmm. and you have to believe it's your territory right you have to believe it's yours so yeah. faith is incredibly important so claiming your territory means being quite specific about what you want Saying, I want to be happy ain't specific enough. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's true. So you want to, claim, because that's the, the thing, like, it's the matrix. The matrix is a mathematical system. The mathematical system is a void of emotion. It is a very rational system. So when you're claiming your territory, in fact, what you're doing is you're naming the coordinates of your desire. Or you're naming 
the vibration of the frequency unbeknownst to you, right? Which is a very mathematical way to define the future, actually. Because the, the matrix is going to calculate it down to the decimal point, so to say, yeah. to, to the digits. And that's where you put a stake. So when you put a stake in the ground, you put it in the ground in a very particular place within the matrix that has the coordinates. And you propel your energy forth to carry you over to those coordinates. So it uh, means that you have to be as specific as possible about your desire? Yes. Right? It's not just I want to be happy. So very specific about your desire and the absence of specific about how to get there. Right. So now that I... Not that I want to talk about money, but a lot of people want to become a millionaire. Yeah. That is like one of the, if you look at humanity, that is like one of the most prominent things that people want to, want to, want to become is a millionaire. For those that have become a millionaire, they want to be a billionaire. For those that have become a billionaire, they want to become a trillionaire. Let me tell you, like it just, it's not over. It's the same exact energy, only like three more zeros. So a lot of people, it's, it's actually so funny how many people want you know, have their deepest desires in the amount of money that they want to be making. <laughs> and then how they get really disappointed when they get there is like a whole other level of heartbreak. But let's take a million dollars. It's a great idea. Uh, a great example in this particular case. The reason it's a great example is because a million dollars is a very specific figure, right? So Basically, imagining yourself with a million dollars in your pocket is a very particular place. And it's actually a very easy place for, for the matrix to be aligned around because the coordinates of that are quite clear. Hmm. Now, what most things, or most people mess up their own game is by thinking they have the answer of how to get from where they are to that million. Very often... Very often for the ones that are starting to like develop plants and stuff, they think it's going to happen from them doing what they're already doing, but like harder or faster or more of, right? Yeah. And it's actually not always true. Sometimes you have to completely drop what you're doing if you want a million dollars. So in other words, people are trying to not just program a particular, not just program a particular destination. They're trying to program the journey. And this is where all your, hello, control freaks, you know, uh, perfectionists, all of these people, you know, what, you know, if you have those types of inflexible people, um, people that cannot go with the flow, you know, asleep people, yeah, 99.99% of the population are trying to control the journey because like, no, not only do I want a million dollars, but I want it in this only one specific way. Like I want it by being a book author for instance, or I wanted by, by selling shoes online or by doing nothing or by getting married, for instance, yeah, that could yeah. also be one, right? Somebody with a hell lot of talent sitting in their butt wanting to get married mm. into wealth happens all the time. You know how many of them? Get, oh my God. An another favorite. I want to become a famous actor. Mm. I want a million dollars and the way I think I'm going to get, I'm going to get there is by becoming a famous actor. All mm. those people go to Hollywood. Yeah. A lot of them end up waiting tables. So don't program reality because that's not your job. 
you know, the only clarity you need to provide is that specific point in time as clear as possible, like what it is that you want. And then get out of the way and don't judge the universe by bringing forth exactly what needs to be brought forth. You might lose a job, you know, something else unforeseen might happen. You might get divorced, all kinds of things that might happen on, on, on your way there, right? It doesn't mean that you're moving away from it. So having patience and having faith are two incredibly important components after you have claimed your territory. Hmm. Having patience and having faith. Yes. Mm-hmm. Got it. And um, Because I... if you're trying to speed up yeah. something, in essence, you don't trust the universe. So you don't have faith. It's two sides of the same coin. So does it mean that when you do manifestation, uh, you should not put any timeline? It's not that you shouldn't put any timeline. You shouldn't put very strict timeline because that might be creating too much pressure, more pressure than it's worth. You definitely want to have a range, like leave room, leave breathing room for the universe. Hmm. So actually, the one thing you don't want to be very specific about is I want a million dollars by December 1st, 2023 not necessarily smart in fact that date would create more ripples in the water and the flow of your life than what you need Hmm. got it so so get specific about the what don't get specific about the when and the when again time continuum is it's not to say that i'm advocating infinite patience Mm -hmm. It's not like, well, you know, I want to be a millionaire. If I get there by 98, I'm cool. No. And then what you want to work on is on personal alignment and personal power. Because the more power you have, the more power you command, the faster you're going to get what you want. So if you want to work on the timeline, instead of putting, you know, the gun to the universe's head and saying, get it to me by then, or we're not friends anymore, you have to work on your own personal power and your personal projection and your faith also. Mm -hmm. so because we spoke about money right now um is it even the right goal because i've heard that money is just the tool and manifesting money is just like a wrong thing to do right it's uh kind of misguidance well that's why i said that there is no such thing as humanity desires more right than than money. money right at the moment and then there is no there's literally nothing more disappointing hmm. when they get there. Yeah. Because money is, yeah, it, it's an energy. It's kind of like sand through your fingers. You still can manifest them, right? It's just uh, once you get there, you kind of realize that. Yes. This is you can absolutely manifest money. Fake. Yeah. You can absolutely manifest money. It is absolutely not hard. So uh, are there any other things that people want to manifest but they're fake like money because Same. money is, oh okay control and power specifically probably more power than control uh-huh. because control is is the absence of power ironically when you feel disempowered to do something or to be someone or you know in a particular situation you want to have control because you you need to cling to everything because like oh my god god forbid it falls apart so people desire power fame and 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 money as money. as like the overall there are other things um a lot of them are 
there are other things that people desire a lot, which is has to do with once looks, you know, what you look like. So losing weight, for instance, becoming, you know, um, I don't know, having a different type of figure. I don't know. Uh, different eye color. <laughs> yeah, like being, I guess, prettier, if you will, more desirable to the opposite or the same sex, depending on which way you flow. Um, so that has to do with, with being desirable in a sexual way. Oh. Yeah. So That's that is. Yeah. But again, like we're talking about not everybody's high energy on this planet, right? Right. So. Uh, what are the main um, mistakes uh, that people do uh, when they manifest? I, I mean, you already mentioned one, right? So. Uh, oh, my God. A ton of them are not at all specific. Like, I just want to be happier. I just want to be free. You know? Yeah. So not being specific, for sure. Not taking the time to get alignment between the heart and the mind. Or not even understanding that they need to. So it's like beating around the bush. Like you can spend 30 years trying to manifest something. If it's not in alignment, it ain't going to happen. Hmm. So got it. So, And if we talk about like mistake and solution, uh, what would be like the mistake that people do and... The solution that um, that exists. Sure. So, do we want to start from the top? Yeah. So the the solution to not being specific is being specific. Yeah. So put some time to think uh, what you really want, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now I will say something else here. Mm -hmm. So. When you're manifesting something, there are two types of energies that are incredibly paramount in getting you what you want to do. The energy of fire and the energy of water. I don't know if that's going to start making more sense to you guys. The energy of fire is the claiming of the territory. It's a very masculine energy. So when, when men want to conquer something, like a territory... They're very specific about which territory they want. They're not like, well, I just want some territory. And if it's up in the mountains or it's freezing cold, I don't care. No, no, no. When, you know, humanity has like a conquest type of war, they're very specific. I want this particular territory and I want it now. Right. That is the fire energy. Right. That is your masculine at work for manifestation. Now. Your fire cannot be single-handedly responsible for manifestation because that's not how life works. It would be too simple and too single-dimensional because you also have a feminine aspect of you, which is water. The feminine aspect of you is the aspect that's responsible for your abundance and thus for getting what you want. And that is why it's called the flow. So it's literally like a river that would flow you, flow to you, or carry you to that which you desire. So every time you, so basically if you don't understand that these are the two energies that require to manifest anything, you're going to make mistakes. So the mistakes that people make are first, not playing to the benefits of the fire. 
and thus not setting a very strict guardrail of what it is that we're trying to conquer, right? And that's yeah. why when fire is wishy-washy, it's not a focused energy. It's not going to get you much, much. Right? Fire, in order to be effective in your life, needs to be pointed and directed. Hmm. The same time, if you don't understand that water is actually going to carry you to where you need to go, it's not fire. It doesn't need to be specific. In fact, water doesn't tolerate too much rigidity. Frozen water doesn't flow. Ice doesn't flow. Ice is stagnant. That is basically, when you're trying to control your universe, you're freezing your own water and you're freezing your own flow. So the best way for you to deal with water is let it go and let it carry you to where it needs to go. So stop suffocating that flow, right? Yeah. So understanding how this works and getting out of the way is incredibly important. Is this helpful? Oh, it is very helpful. And how would you put it in just one or two sentence, sentences? Is how I see it, it's that you use your fire energy to claim the territory, but after that you have to let go and uh, be in the flow. Yes, and then use your water energy to actually get there. Yeah. Yes. So it's like the river that's taking you to a particular destination. Because if you try to control and uh, kind of, I want to get to this particular place to claim this territory by doing this particular thing, you're kind of not in the flow, right? You are kind of navigating maybe in, even in the opposite direction. Oh, absolutely. You could be uh, rowing, you know, your little boat. Yeah. As hard as you can towards the rocks yeah. or off of a cliff. Because you don't know any better. The thing is, once you've claimed the territory, territory, your water, your inner water and the water of your universe is incredibly intuitive, incredibly smart. It's wise. It already knows the perfect way. It already knows all the shortcuts. Hmm. Right? Yeah. So then like the best thing you can do is surrender and get out of the way and just let it unfold. And if, because th circumstances are going to happen, things are going to happen in your life. Because why? Because you're, you know, you're on the river and you're moving. How do you know that you're moving? Things happen. Because if you're stagnant and the flow wasn't there, it would feel like the same groundhog day, nothing ever happens. So, and then what happens with a lot of people is they're in the flow and they get something that's a circumstance that they perceive to be negative. And that's it. A lot of them climb out of the boat and d disembark and sit on the bank of the river. And you're like, but why? That was the river. It was supposed to take you to where you need to go. So really trusting your river, trusting your feminine aspect to be able to attract or carry you or get you the things that you want once you've claimed your territory. So I think that, I mean, from my perspective, because I've been there um, Sometimes people think that, oh, I thought uh, that being in the flow is kind of lack of action. You kind of surrender and like, okay, now the universe bring me this uh, thing that I desire, right? So is it another mistake that people do, like just lack of action and kind of manifest instead of uh, 
doing? So going with the flow actually implies action. But it's almost like organic action. It's not you overthinking and it's not you getting in the way of your own success. I'll give you a quick example. Getting fired from your job. Like say you started manifesting something, you got fired from your job. And then some people are going to get so disheartened that they're like, okay, like that's it. Like my life is over. Right. Where in fact, they should have been like, thank you, universe. Now I know that this is my way towards that thing that I desire because I recognize that I'm in the water and I'm being carried to exactly the outcome that I want. And then getting off their butt and actually finding their next opportunity or starting their new company or whatever. Right? That yeah. would represent alignment, but it is not the absence of any action. <laughs> You're still going to have and take baby steps. What you don't need to know all you need to know is your next step. You don't need to think 60 steps in advance, which is what a lot of people, they're very obsessive when they're trying to manifest something. Incredibly obsessive. They're trying to see all the steps from the get-go. But you can't. Because you're not the wise river. You're the traveler in that river. So for you, what's enough is just to see the next step and move slowly and deliberately in that direction and not losing heart and not losing faith in the process. So the act of surrendering means taking the circumstances as they come and not labeling them as negative. Whatever happened, it's a positive circumstance that's carrying you towards your torch, towards your light, towards where you need to go. That's mm -hmm. what surrender is. That makes sense. So all the things that happen to you, all negative things, they are for the good right they're getting you to this place where you want to be right and it's almost like reframing negative into positive that's what i need for my journey that's a part yeah. of my journey that's why it's perfect it's exactly how i get what i want yeah that's really cool um are there any any other, other mistakes yeah, that people major make major mistakes and kind of solutions for them <sighs> Well, I mean, another mistake is trying to manifest when you really don't have the energy. Mm. It's not that it's a mistake. It's it's like a blind spot, right? So it's kind of useless. If you're like, if you feel you're so disenergized and 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 just miserable and and and, and depressed, it's you can't really manifest anything from that perspective. So really, getting back, getting yourself back into power which really means working with your yellow chakra. I really recommend, uh, again, listening to um, the episode that we did on the yellow chakra, on the solar plexus. Because if you don't have the energy, if your well is empty, it's not going to work. It's going to be torture, and you're going to get disheartened, and you're, you're not going to get where you need to go anyway. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Anything else, or these are the main ones? Oh, I mean, the thing that bugs me the most is that people pursue things that are not going to make them happy or pursue the wrong ideals, but it's almost like a subject for another conversation, mm. right? Because it actually requires you, like, be careful what you wish for, because you might just get it. And people spend so many, I don't know, years incarnations. pursuing <laughs> incarnations, pursuing all the wrong things to only realize that once they're there, they're not happy. 
yeah it's uh, yeah and it's i'll tell you thing. that the pursuit of material has never made anybody truly happy or rather like when you get there you still have yourself to deal with oh i see all these things like i want the car i want the house like these are the wrong things to manifest let's just say that they would make you happy for two weeks and then you're back to the same like feeling empty situation so in this case what are the kind of main uh what are the main or right things there is no such thing right like yeah there is no such by the way for different people of course please if you want to manifest a house manifest the house like nobody told you no the thing is everybody is on a learning curve yeah there are a lot of souls here that need to learn that material is not where it's at and the way you're going to learn that is by doing so if you feel in your heart of hearts that you want to become rich Work on manifesting being rich. Absolutely no judgment. You're going to get there. And then you're going to remember <laughs> what, I, what I said, right? Yeah. Be careful what you wish for. So, and, and sometimes that's where you need to start, right? Manifesting money and manifesting and then know, material things. And then have this realization that it doesn't matter, right? And then move into the next level. What truly makes you happy is following your life's mission. Mm. following your star and that is incredible there are six billion different versions of this on this planet right yeah no two created equal right so many different paths and most of them are not about becoming rich or famous or having power yeah right most there are some very very few that need to get to those places to be happy because that is what their blueprint is that is what their their higher self wanted for them mm-hmm. right yeah so more so it is about connecting to your higher self and understanding what is its desire for for you what was the plan for this incarnation to begin with and things that are could be helpful in discovering that is you know, regression and hypnosis and being able to connect to your higher self and talking and asking questions or things like automatic writing, right? Um, So automatic writing, for those of you that don't know, is another way to communicate with your higher self or your subconscious that does not require for you to be in in, in the state of meditation. What you would do is you just take out a piece of paper and a pen. You're better off actually using your non-dominant hand so if you're writing using your left hand, and basically what you would do is you would write a list, you would write a question to your subconscious or your, to your higher self, however you want to think about it. And then the subconscious would provide you the answer, and then you can keep going. It's better than divination, it's better than tarot cards, it's better than fortune telling, let me tell you. <laughs> Incredibly underutilized by humanity, 80% of humans are perfectly capable of automatic writing. The majority. That's cool. Yep. Um, and are there any differences in uh, how men and women manifest? Not really. Same. Same. Well, group. both genders have. Um, the thing is, you need the same types of energies. Like the ingredients are the same. The Water, cake is fire. ultimately the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and both genders like have the fire and the water energy. Hmm. 
right? So it's the dichotomy of bringing the two together. Yeah, yeah. manifestation is 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 unisex. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Same for both genders. Yeah, that's cool. Um, are there any things that could enhance your manifestation? Uh, I know that when we just started this podcast, we were talking about, like, for example, violet flame or yeah. other flames um, that can enhance your manifestation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, the, the flame of uh, violet, the flame of transmutation, it depends on what, what it is that you're working with. I mean, it depends on what is what it is that your heart desires. Mm -hmm. So depending on what you want, it could be a particular type of flame. Golden flame is actually really, really helpful with manifestation. manifestation. It helps that it is also a similar um, shade, if you will, uh, compared with your yellow chakra. Yeah. So golden flame could be very, very helpful. Mm-hmm. In 3D, yes. Is there anything else? Uh, like, I think you also mentioned that if you do something for the humanity, not for yourself, then white flame is... Yeah, well, that's why I said that it is very depends. important which, which, which what, what you're manif manifesting. The reason that white, white flame is actually really impactful in manifesting something for humanity is because it comes directly from the source and that's your higher self. So it's kind of like that top flow that we just discussed right that comes from your higher self through the top chakras and then descends to your solar plexus in essence that would could be powered also by the white flame oh right so you can also double double down and in, in, invite the white flame energy huh. from up and then taking that through your solar plexus and again manifesting from there i do recommend uh keeping a piece of citrine for every major manifestation that you do. So um, it can be a very small piece. It doesn't really matter, right? It can be a unique shape so you can specifically remember. But citrine is actually a very powerful stone for helping you manifest things. And it's a very wise stone. It's a crystallic structure. Um, is 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 like a sponge for desires, its owner's desires and wishes. And it doesn't really matter actually for citrine whether you're trying to manifest something for yourself or something for humanity or a little bit of both. Like citrine does not discriminate. Mm -hmm. So you would buy like a little stone and as you're on your manifestation journey, keep it with you, right? You want to place it on your solar plexus, on your belly. As you're, you know, aligning everything, and as you're projecting forth this beautiful golden light from your abdomen, golden yellow light from your abdominal area. And then you want to keep that citrine, you know, close to you. Hmm. Because it'll help you uh, be centered and, you know, it would, it would just serve as an energetic reminder because citrine would absorb all of that beautiful manifestation energy from your um, abdomen area as it's moving forward. It will memorize it and then it would emanate it because that's what it does. Mm. Right? Yeah. 
and it would emanate it almost like like a little torchlight, reminding the universe and the, 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 the space around you, your, your personal space around you, that that was your intention. So in other words, it's like an amplification talisman. And uh, what would be uh, if there is any flame that would go, that could go from your ancestral chakra, like from, from the roots? Hmm. That's an interesting one. Mm -hmm. Ooh, okay. It is different for each ancestral lineage mm -hmm. because your there is like a guardian flame for each of the ancestries. Mm, and depending yeah. on their purpose and, and what it is that they're trying to bring forth and things like that, there's it's it's like you know how there are um it's just part of the energetic symbology because you know some um you know like there are many things that denote a family there's like family trees and you know last names and everything else and a flame is just one such aspect hmm. right yeah so depending on your family there could be different colors of the flame the flame i can tell you the com the most common i mean there are but i don't know if that's blue, red. Um, how would you find out like in the meditation like imagining super easy yeah you go to the very beginning to the founding mother and father and then you look above their heads. There is a flame there. Right above their heads. It's like the heralding flame. The herald. The energy. Uh, the cosmic energy that's feeding your ancestry line. And then it has a color. Hmm. Got it. And then you imagine that this uh, flame goes from the ancestral chakra and goes up. Right? Yes. Also, don't remember you, you don't remember. Don't forget. Don't forget mm. that you have two different ancestries that right. are combining in one, right? So it's actually two flames, one coming up your right leg, and which is your father's side, and then the one coming up your left leg. Mm. So it's like those two collective flames propelling into the the center, into the sol solar plexus, fueling it. it. That's really cool. And uh, are there any other things so it's um uh, the crystal citrine and uh, the flames um is there anything else that can enhance your manifestation powers oh uh, let's see honey mm -hmm. honey is actually really good honey helps you get aligned with the universe around you it's actually a really really good high vibrational aligner so it helps you to align with the different kingdoms, the mineral kingdom, the plant kingdom, the animal kingdom, um, more the physical energies, if you will. Yeah. Um, and for local honeys, right, like the, 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 the honey that is collected in a particular area, that honey also has the vibration of the spirits, guardian spirits of that area. 
right? So if you're mm. just trying to manifest something for a particular area, mm. like a country or like, you know, like a region or something, you know, it could be helpful to, um, you know, consume a lot of honey that is that local honey. But honey in general, like really helps you stay in tune with the rest of the universe. And so you stop, you know, becoming an impediment again to the flow. So it helps keep you in the flow. So honey is good. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are other things. Let's just say that they're not to the same level. Yeah. So I don't want to dilute the message by giving you 30 other things that right, could right, be right. helpful. Yeah. Um, if they're not as powerful, no, not even close, uh, as powerful as what you already gave us, then it doesn't make sense, of course. Um, and um, You could use portals, though. Portals. You could use portals um, uh, for manifesting some specific things, right? So there are very powerful portals throughout the year. Um, and you could also use certain sacred places, right, to enhance your manifestation. So mountains, for instance, the energy of the mountain is very good for manifestation. So if you want to enhance, like, the setting really matters. So if you do everything that I just said, but you also are next to a mountainous peak, that you really resonate with and that you took the time to connect, the energy of the mountain can definitely help you manifest something. The energy of the mountain and the way that you would connect to it, you would connect to it from the very bottom, almost like the liquid center. Each mountain has a liquid center. If you kind of like go really, really deep into the crust of, of, of the earth, there is that liquid center, which is the heart of the mountain actually. That is where the life, the living and breathing power of the mountain is. So you want to see that upward spiral in a clockwise direction going in, um, going up and then propelling almost like a volcano up. And that energy could also be helpful. And you can see that energy entering through the soles of your feet. So that could help accentuate um, manifestation. Um, and then in terms of portals, 11-11 is a perfect portal, 8-8 eight, eight is great, 3-3 three, three is good, January 1st, 1-1 one, one is perfect. So, you know, these, these um, certain dates are just really perfect. And also, you could look at the numerology and just, uh, although there's a lot in numerology that I wouldn't really look at, at, it's not a perfect science. What is the one thing that could be helpful is... The vibration of simple numbers, one through nine. And you can look at zero also, right? So if you're looking to manifest harmony, for instance, um, five, five is a really good portal to manifest harmony. So basically, for example, on the day, uh, like the specific date, five, five. Yes. Like May 5th. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, manifesting unity three is this big unifier because you know one is masculine two is feminine three is the bringing of together and the holy ghost <laughs> yeah mother father and son and the holy ghost although i mean mm -hmm. a little bit masculine of course i don't know if how, how we want to how deep we want to go into religion but three is a great unifier 
Um, and so if you're trying to manifest unity and oneness, 3-3 three, three is a very powerful portal. Mm -hmm. 11, 11 is connection to the higher aspects. So if you, if you want to be blessed by angels, let's say, mm -hmm. that's a really powerful time. Nice. Same could be true for, it doesn't have to be the date, November 11th. It could be 11, 11 on a particular day. Right. 11 hours, 11 minutes is what I mean. Yeah. The, the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, what about astrology, uh, like um, like a new moon or, you know, things like that? New moon could be helpful, absolutely. Uh, you, I mean, that's a really good time to manifest anything. Uh, new moon could be helpful. Your birthday could be helpful because you're in your own native energies. Um it does depend though it's it's hard to give like one big advice mm -hmm. like one general advice it depends on the on your nasal chart and and it's very individual and not everybody can easily look it up so i don't know that i would go there yeah these are the main ones well the planet that's really good for manifesting is jupiter mm. jupiter is all about expansion right it's all about getting you to what you want so I would say you don't want to manifest when Jupiter is retrograde. Oh. Right? That makes sense. Yeah. So generally when Jupiter is aligned with Earth, where its energies are really present, you know, is, is a good time to manifest and expand. Yeah. And uh, maybe one last question is um, um, about manifestation of you know how some people want to manifest like a husband or a wife um can you manifest um a thing like that like yes. a relationship of course you can yes uh as long as you don't try to manifest a relationship with a particular person because it yeah. breaks mm -hmm. the law of free will and and and, and that is not looked upon favorably by so I know that a lot of people use this kind of dark magic to attract a particular person. Yes. Right? So it's like what you should not do. Right? No, it's 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 very bad karmically, and it 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 messes up your whole ancestry line. Yeah. And and your children, you definitely don't want to do that. Yeah. So it's actually one of the harder things to clear up in your ancestral baggage. Is these types of th this type of black magic? Is it taking away a free will, like romantically? Yeah. So what? But you can manifest a perfect partner. That's very different. That is you putting a stake in the ground and saying, "I want this particular person that makes me feel this way, and that does this, that, and the other thing." And you know, even y you can be quite specific. You'd be like, "Hey, I want like a blonde, tall, and Blue you know, eyes, whatever." Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, with a particular type of education whatever other things that you have like you could have a wish list absolutely as long as you don't say well I want to manifest a relationship with this particular person that I I'm, in, I'm desperately in love with <laughs> that is not manifesting that's yeah. something else <laughs> yeah awesome yeah thank you for clarifying um, alright I think that would be it now I'm going to end our session and I'm very grateful for the information you provided us today. 
um, asking the higher self to visit to where it belongs with much love and much thanks for the help and information it has been given Maria today. I know that our listeners are really going to appreciate it. Now I want all the consciousness and personality of Maria to once again return and fully integrate back into the body completely.